This episode is on abdo pelvis. Um, so we're talking mainly about um, pelvic pain. Mm, the probability diagnosis for pelvic pain in women would be primary primary dysmenorrhea, middle schmerz, pelvic adhesions, and endometriosis. Serious disorders not to be missed would include ectopics, ovarian cancer, endometrial cancer. PID, pelvic abscess, and acute appendicitis. Pain at time of ovulation, which is day 14, is indicative of mittal schmerz. Pain well around the time of menses is indicative of endometriosis. Pain on the first few days of menses is indicative of primary dysmenorrhea. Pain mildly around the menses is indicative of secondary dysmenorrhea. Pain just before ovulation, so day 13, is indicative of distension of ovarian capsule. The history features of middle middle schmerz are mid-cycle pain, deep in the iliac fossa, feels like a horse has kicked you, pain moves centrally, you have a heavy feeling in the pelvis, it's relieved by sitting or supporting the lower abdomen, and it lasts minutes to hours. The management of middle shorts includes reassurance, education, analgesics, and hot water bottles. The history of ruptured ovarian cyst is that it occurs just prior to ovulation or after coitus. You get nausea, sudden pain, onset pain in the iliac fossa, and the pain settles in a few hours. Exam features of a ruptured ovarian cyst include tenderness and guarding in the iliac fossa, PR tenderness in the retro vaginal pouch. Investigation for ruptured ovarian cyst includes ultrasound. Management includes uh, if it's less than four mils conservative, larger cysts can be drained under ultrasound. Uh, Large complex cysts might need laparoscopic surgery. The history features of torsion of the ovary include a severe cramping lower abdo pain diffuse pain that might radiate, repeated vomiting, exquisite pelvic tenderness, and the patient looks ill. Exam features include a smooth, rounded, palpable mass in the abdomen and tender and guarded over the mass. Investigations of ruptured ovary include ultrasound and Doppler. Treatment of ovarian torsion is via laparotomy. Risk factors for ovarian cancer include age, family history, nulliparity, total estrogen exposure, smoking, uh, genetics. Protective factors for ovarian cancer include use of the oral contraceptive pill and pregnancy. Features on history for ovarian cancer include fatigue, anorexia, a lower abdominal ache, diarrhea, constipation, pelvic heaviness, abnormal uterine bleeding or postmenopausal bleeding, weight loss, dyspneuria and dysmenorrhea. Features on exam for ovarian cancer include ascites, pleural effusion, weight loss, abnormal vaginal or rectal exam and a palpable ovary. Investigations of ovarian mass would include ultrasound, Doppler ultrasound, CA125, beta HCD, 
AFP and gynecology referral. Pathology of primary dysmenorrhea is too much prostaglandins causing vasoconstriction of muscle contraction with compression of the spiral arteries causing myometrial ischemia. Severity of the dysmenorrhea is related to the prostaglandin concentration in the menstrual fluid. It's too much prostaglandin. Risk factors include early onset menarche, long duration menses, smoking, obesity, alcohol. Risk factors for history and primary dysmenorrhea include lower midline abdo pain, radiating to the back or the thighs, dull dragging pain to severe cramping, maximal at the beginning of the period and about 12 hours before menses. It lasts 24 hours, it's associated with nausea and vomiting, headache, syncope, but you won't find any abnormal findings. Investigations would include ultrasound, all investigations will be normal. The management of primary dysmenorrhea is with the pill, 30 mics of ethanol estradiol, using NSAIDs 48 hours before menses or with onset of pain, continuing two to three days when prostaglandins release is maximal. Um, ibuprofen, methanemic acid, naproxen, healthy lifestyle, yoga, relaxation, no smoking, heat, tens, acupuncture, vitamin E, thiamine, pyridoxine, magnesium and fish oil. The definition of secondary dysmenorrhea is menstrual pain arising from an organic source. Causes of secondary dysmenorrhea are endometriosis, PID, intrauterine contraceptive device, submucous myoma, intrauterine polyp and pelvic adhesions. The features of history in secondary dysmenorrhea would be a dull ache three to four days before menses with worse during menstruation change in pattern of period pain, presence of um, existing menorrhagia, dyspneuria, instrumental bleeding or postcoital bleeding, irregular periods, poor response to trial treatment and family history. Investigations of secondary dysmenorrhea would be ultrasound, uh, you could do laparoscopy, dilatation and curatage, hysteroscopy and hysterosalpingography. Management of secondary dysmenorrhea is to treat the underlying cause. And then underlying causes are things like endometriosis, which would hopefully show up in ultrasound, PID, which you could get a urine nat for, and ultrasound for, IECD, which you should know about, um, polyps, which you might need to get a hysteroscopy for. Endometriosis pathology is based around ectopic endometrial tissue which causes hemorrhage, adhesions and dense scar tissue. Features of endometriosis would be secondary dysmenorrhea features. Age can be anything. Infertility, dyspneuria, non-specific pelvic pain, menorrhagia, acute pain with rupture of endometrioma and premenstrual spotting. Features on exam would maybe include a fixed uterine retroversion, 
tenderness and nodularity in the pouch of Douglas and urine enlargement and tenderness. Investigations of endometriosis would include laparoscopy, ultrasound or curettage. Treatment of endometriosis is NSAIDs, first-line management, ibuprofen, methanamic acid, 500 megs TDS, or naproxen, 500 megs initially, then 250 TDS. Oral contraceptive pill, Mirena, medroxyprogesterone, 10 megs, megs BD for 6 months, norethisterone, 5 megs BD for 6 months, or a GnRH analogue like gozerelin, 3.6 meg subcut implant. Surgical management of endometriosis would include laser surgery, ablation, microsurgery. The side effects of the GnRH analogues, such as costellarin, are estrogen deficiency symptoms, flushing, vaginal dryness, and bone loss. The history features of acute pelvic inflammatory disease would include fever over 38, moderate to severe lower abdo pain, dyspneuria, dysmenorrhea, menorrhagia, instrumental ble intermenstrual bleeding, purulent vaginal discharge, and painful or frequent urination. Chronic PID would be manifested as an ache in the lower back, mild lower abdo pain, Dyspneuria, dysmenorrhea, menorrhagia, dysuria, purulent PV discharge, offensive PV discharge, or intermenstrual bleeding. Features of acute PID on exam are lower abdo tenderness and rigidity, unusual vaginal warmth, cervical motion tenderness, adnexal tenderness, a red inflamed cervix, and a purulent discharge. The diagnostic criteria for acute PID include all three of lower abdo tenderness plus or minus rebound, cervical motion tenderness and adnexal tenderness plus one of the following. Temp over 38, white cells over 10.5, purulent fluid from the OZ, inflammatory mass and biomanual pelvic exam or ultrasound, ESR over 15, CRP over 1, isolation of chlamydia and gonorrhea, histological evidence of infection, and all three of lower abdo tenderness, cervical motion tenderness, and adnexal tenderness. Causative agents of PID include gonorrhea, E. coli, bacteroides, fragilis, actinomycosis. Investigations in PID would include pelvic ultrasound, blood culture and cervical swab, treatment of PID includes removing the IECD, removing any retained products of conception, keftraxone, 500 meg IMSTAT plus azithromycin meg PO plus flagell, 400 megs BD for 14 days. Uh, we talked about that before. There's another one that's there for 14 days as well. When do you refer patients with abdo and pelvic problems? All cases of unexplained fertility, 
All teenagers with dysmenorrhea sufficient to interfere with ADLs, work, school, recreation, not responding to prostaglandin inhibitors. Patients with dysmenorrhea and unexplained bowel or bladder. Patients with positional dysmenorrhea and patients with cyclic pain or bleeding in unusual sites. The features of history in PMS include irritability, mood swings, depression, dysphoria, bloating, headaches, breast discomfort, and exacerbation of chronic conditions. Treatment of PMS includes lifestyle, using a low-dose pill such as ethanestradiol 20 megs plus trosperinone 3 megs orally daily on days 1 to 24. SSRIs, any sertraline 50 megs daily, citalopram or fluoxetine.